The following content is worth 50% of your final grade. So pay attention. Start the show. Coronavirus. I got a question about that though. What's um, up? So is the semester canceled, or are we, we doing we doing online classes now? What are we doing? I mean, at this point, uh, you know, you just gotta do the reading. <laughs> you know, I, I don't look. I don't lie to you. I feel like any 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 major thing that was happening this spring, the spring is upon us. Yeah, is we're we're just gonna cancel that shit and rethink it. It's just so damn. Like we it, it, that the whole calendar is fucked. Uh, and here and here's here's the the killing part. My homeboy, uh, shout out to David Braff, um, pointed this out to me. He was like, "And hey, nigga, when you were done when you were done at your job, you were about to be on the first plane smoking." Yep, somewhere. Uh, and it would be just your luck that you get somewhere and then our our dumbass president just locks all this shit down. What do you mean? You could, I mean, I'd have just been stranded somewhere. Stuck in Brooklyn. Or somewhere. First of all, let me just say real quick, no. Oh, I mean, as much as I love Brooklyn, as much as I love my Brooklyn people, my own Brooklyn fam out there, again, shout out to the Brafts. They were like, look, um, I'm gonna just be honest with you. In New York, I'm gonna just assume everybody got it. Yeah, I'm gonna just assume there's no way with public transportation, with uh, just the close quarters that New York kind of forces you into. There's no way everybody ain't got it. Can I can I say something? And, and it's not meant to be alarmist at all, but it's just a fact. My my mother was a virologist for 33 years, and one of the things that she reiterated to me this past week, which I've always known is, um, and this is not to downplay anything at all, but we come into contact with hundreds of viruses on a daily basis. That's true. Um, you know, half of those are, are cold viruses on their own. We come in contact with a number of flu viruses. Um, we come in contact with a lot of viruses on a daily basis that used to kill people a hundred years ago. Sure. And basically, because we've built up herd immunity to it, it doesn't it doesn't phase most of us on a daily basis because our bodies have an immunity to it. The reality is, at some point, all of us are going to. Well, first of all, coronavirus in and of itself is not new at all. This particular strain, yes, but coronaviruses. Um, it's been animals, right? Yeah, it's they're defined as as viruses that can be spread between animals and humans. Those have been around for a while. This particular strain of the the novel coronavirus, COVID nineteen, um, quite honestly, all of us at some point are going to come in contact with it. Every single one of us. Um, that's just the nature of how viruses are. That fact should be no that fact should be no more alarming than anything else. Now, because it is a it is a new strain of the virus that people have not yet 
built an immunity to. The worry yet. is that there's not a surefire cure or vaccine yet. All right, and, and there's really no surefire cure or vaccine for any virus. Um, it, it it really boils down to our bodies developing an immunity for it. Gotcha. Um, so it's not obviously it's not going to affect everyone. All of us are going to be carriers at some point, and that's again that's not meant to be alarmist. It's just that whenever we're introduced to a new strain of something, there are going to be um, more severe reactions to it than something else that's been more or less indoctrinated in the culture. So, yes, everybody in New York is going to have it. Everybody in Houston is going to have it. Everybody everywhere at some point is going to come in contact with it. Um, but let's just be reasonable about shit. Don't, don't, you know, because again, it's a new strain. There are people who are more susceptible to it right now than others. Right. Don't be a dick. It's true. That's all I'm saying. Don't and don't be a dick on both sides. Don't don't go around just recklessly. And I'll get to that. I'm yeah. get okay, to that. we'll get I'm to gonna, it I'm then. Get to that. Niggas plus information plus alcohol. Damn, we hadn't even made it to the intro yet. That's my bad. <laughs> that is my bad. <laughs> Equals opinions while black. Your black ass cheat sheet for the week of foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz, and I am very long winded. Uh, my bad. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all good. Um, uh, you know, it's it, it it's it's very present in the news. It's very present in everything. Uh, niggas are staying home. Um, I this is me celebrating my first week of unemployment. Um, mm. uh, Congrats, I, by the way. Thank you. You thank made you. it. You made it. I made it. I made it to the finish line. Uh, they handed they they. They handed me my my thanks for ten years of service, um, and sent me on my way. Told me that in addition to my uh, severance and all that, they're just gonna go ahead and pay me for the rest of the month. Wow! Uh, so all the foolishness and fuckery y'all see of me, if if at all on social media, just know they're paying for it. <laughs> uh, I got some random shit I ordered off of Amazon to to. Um, we're still working on my man cave project. Hey, hey. Uh, waiting on me when I get home. Uh, so, um, that's kind of, and that's honestly, that's kind of my week. They, they let us go on Tuesday afternoon. Oh, damn. I was supposed to be working all week. They let us go on Tuesday afternoon. I, in fact, did not meet up with the gang to get drunk because I was worried. Not be, I wasn't worried that they have anything. I was worried at, about the environment we were going to be in. We were going to Lola's Depot. Ooh. I don't know if you've ever been to Lola's Depot. I, I have not. It is it is very much the definition of a hole in the wall. It is a it is a textbook Montrose hole in the wall um, where you can get drunk for about $20. Wow. <laughs> you can get fucked up for about $20. You can also maybe catch some form of help. Um, and that's just in the bathroom, but that's what we want. We want somewhere to get fucked up for for cheap, and then go somewhere some to somebody's house for the after party and get fucked up further, um, and then look up at before in the morning. That was my plan. I was the it was my idea. Let's all go to Lowe's and get fucked up. Mm. And I flipped the coin and had second thoughts about it. It was like I am gonna stay home and mm. uh, germ free. Hey hey hey. Um, we, I was also shout out to oh shout out to my my nigga DJ Burn. It's his it's his birthday. All right, uh, we can go ahead and hit him with the air horns. Bah, 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 bah. 
Um, we were supposed to be uh, turning up for his birthday last night, but um, everybody didn't check in for the uh, for the check in, so we could so we could make the move. I am still convinced my homeboy uh, just went radio silent because he found himself in some pussy. I'm, I'm well, convinced of it. That's very likely. That's that, that's usually a cause for radio silence. That's protocol. Uh, I feel him. Uh, I, I will say, I, I would be remiss if I did not say that I, for one, um, welcome our um, social distancing overlords. This right? this plays right into my mantra of um, just not fucking with people in general. And I it's, agree. It's been amazing. Um, we introverts have been waiting for this all our lives. Yeah, I'm not even an introvert. I'm just antisocial. <laughs> I'm just antisocial. And, you know, it's, it's nothing personal against the rest of humanity. I just... Don't like being bothered sometimes, and this is this is the perfect time for someone like me, who has at least two weeks off. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, um, people are definitely getting some time off, some time themselves, uh, not in the way that they thought. Um, as long as we're on the uh, note of uh, of Corona. I don't. I didn't want to make this a whole. I don't want to make this a whole program about Corona. Just got to get it out the way. But we got to get it out of the way, and we got to be aware. And we we have to be a little bit responsible. Um. So having said that, uh, to open up, flowers go to Mr. Zion Williamson, mm. uh, the young god, um, Zion, who um. He was the big. He was the big prospect going into the season. Yeah. Here. Um, as you as you well know, um, NBA the NBA. Uh, I guess it's, reg- it's regular season, right? It's still the regular yeah, season, yeah, yeah. theoretically. Um, regular season's been suspended um, due to coronavirus, and Zion Williamson of the Pelicans. Who the fuck came up with that name? <laughs> Who the fuck? Don't even want to talk about that Man, shit. anyway. Um uh anyway, Zion decided that he was that for for his home, for his current home for uh that stadium, the people that have jobs uh because of the NBA games, because of the regular season, that he was going to go ahead and pay their uh, pay their wages mm-hmm. like I don't know for like a month. Yeah, for a month or, or whatever the duration of the suspension yeah. is. Um, um, a couple other people? Kevin Love of the, the Cavaliers did it. And then the owner of the Cavaliers, Dan Gilbert, um, also said that he would cover uh, people's salaries throughout the suspension. And, and I'm pretty sure more people will file suit. Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban um, has some things in place that he's doing as well. And, and it's only right uh, with the amount of money that these guys make. Um, take care of the people who support everything that you do. Exactly. Um, I would be remiss if I also did not shout out uh, freelancers and and hourly wage earners who will be affected by uh, by any time off. Um, you know, don't don't forget the people around you who may be who who may not be looking forward to imposed uh, um, days off. If there were ever a time to post your cash app. On social media, this would be it. Cause let me tell you something. I have a, this, and this has always been one of the mysteries of the universe to me. And I know I'm gonna get a lot of shit from the uh, the women um, about this, but like that's a thing now. Ladies just women just for no reason at all 
just post their cash app. I mean, have you noticed that? Um, my my social circles are somewhat limited, so I don't really see a lot of that. A but lot. I'm of not surprised. Women just post their cash app, and um, I forgot it was some reality TV person that was like, it looks like it's the digital version of you just having a tin cup on the street. Yeah. Now that is rude. Let me just say, but it's kind of true. That is rude, but I see where she's coming from. Yeah. You have your now. It's one thing if it's your birthday, you want to, you know, oh it's, oh, it's my birthday. Hit the cash app, or you know, um, or you know, people know you. People might know you doing bad and this, that, and the third, and um, you know, you, you your little girl got a birthday party, some shit like that. Hit the cash app. I got it. But just you having your, you just, just, if you want to hand me money for any, for any reason, because hmm. niggas couldn't do that. Could not do that. I'm, and, and this is not a matter of dinging on women. This mm-hmm. is not a matter of me shitting on women, but double standards, I, even the, even the most feminist of feminists will admit that double standards work both ways. Um, men could not do that. A man just posting his cash out just because would be considered the most ancient of ancient niggas yeah. ever walking the face of the fucking earth. And I, and I guess a lot of that shit is just invisible to me because if you haven't demonstrated any value, I'm not I'm not even in tuned to giving money for anything. Um, I don't even give niggas like that's mind blowing. I guess that's why I'm not on like cam girl sites and shit like that where it's just like hey give me a token just for showing cleavage ah. I'm not gonna lie uh, only fans hit me this month I'm just I, they, they, I, I believe my shit got hit oh, <laughs> now now here's 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 the flip flip side of what you're talking about um, for those of us who will be taking prolonged uh, leaves yes, from whatever yes, our professions yes. are uh, this is a good time and I, I'm going to word this very carefully. This is a good time to embrace whatever your passion or whatever your craft is. Agreed. Boom. Um, as many of you know, I am a I am a filmmaker as well. So over the next few weeks, I will be taking more time and delving more into my own craft of writing and, and learning and, and generally working on things um, to further my own craft. And with that said, I know that there are some whose only fans, <laughs> whose only fans careers We'll probably see a nice little bump over the oh, next Oh, there's going to be a spike in uh, OnlyFans. I saw an article. I don't know if it was The Root or somebody that was just mm-hmm. playing around. I saw an article of like the top 10 black adult film stars hmm. um, that that you should uh, patronize on Pornhub. Nope. Um, shout to Jada Fire. I, I haven't looked at the list, but... <laughs> Sure. I haven't looked at the list. I I haven't looked at the list. I haven't looked at the list. I don't need to look at the list. I know who my top 10 are. (laughs) Shout out to Jay DeFire. But uh, having said all that, uh, humans ain't shit. Before you do that, I'm going to say one more thing. Do it. Um, Also, just one last thing. Shout out to to all retail workers right now. Who are dealing, especially my neighbor across the street who works at Kroger, and I went. Oh, to, I went to Kroger the other day. By the way, the produce section was untouched. 
I was balleting in that shit. You unhealthy but, niggas. But he just looked. He just looked like man. Y'all got to get these people the fuck out of here. Uh, but shout out to them for dealing with uh, people's irrational behavior, and also shout out to all healthcare workers. Real talk, right now, who y'all are, are real MVPs? Who for the next couple of months are going to who who going to need all the um, the R and R that we can give them? Y'all. All the prayers, just give them a break, man. Cause y'all, because most of y'all ain't shit. Because humans ain't shit. Humans ain't shit. It's true. Um, and I guess just on on this same note of the corona, um, there's a lot of divisiveness about. Um, and for me. This I, none of the consumerism at work is a, is any is of any surprise to me because I am always the the proponent the huge um, the guy that's always talking about how these things instill fear and fear is when our society is trained to buy things mm-hmm. um, and and I'm not even going to blame the media because the media didn't create this virus and the media has not killed the people that this virus has killed. We do this for everything. Everything. <laughs> we don't need, at this point in the digital age, we don't need the media's help to be afraid and buying things. Wait for the next hurricane. We do this shit all, all, every time. I'm just saying all your shit's like Alexa and Google and Google Home, they all have options for you to just say, "Hey Alexa, buy me a thing." Yep. So we don't need the media's help to do shit. Um, having said that, um, a lot of the divisiveness, I think people have to understand both sides of the equation. Why are people, like 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 people railing on people for no reason. Why are you buying all the toilet paper? You know why people are buying <laughs> utilities? People are buying utilities not because of a, not because of the virus itself, but on the off chance that our ding badass president at any given time could make the call to just lock all this shit down and nobody leave their fucking house, and which in most cases I would say would be highly unlikely, but our president is a fucking idiot, and you never know when he's gonna make that he's gonna push that button. This is why we also need bidets. We need more bidets, y'all. We need way more bidets. More bidets, bidets need to go ahead. We need to, you know, the, the the toilet industry needs to go ahead and take that extra money. Mm-mm. Big Big Charmin don't want you to have that though. <laughs> <laughs> Big Charmin. Big Charmin don't want you to have that. <laughs> they want to keep you dependent. They don't want you to be woke. And then there are the real niggas who don't care about their water bill. Who'll just take a shower? Who'll just take five showers a day? Hey. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't mad at that either, though, because you know um, we're seeing in the in the the wake of all this that niggas are mad filthy. Yeah. Um, so all I'm saying is that there are, there are multiple sides to everything. No, hand sanitizer will not kill the coronavirus. However, it's nice to have on deck. You know, and there like there are flip sides to everything. Why are people buying up everything in the fucking stores? Because you never know when this shit's gonna get bad. And nobody and guess what? Nobody knew the shit was gonna get this bad this week. We were just we were just making fun of China. Well not us, but people were just making fun of China saying racist shit. And people talking about they're not gonna go they're not gonna go to Timmy Chan's anymore, as if that's just blatantly Chinese. Come on, y'all. I stopped going in 1999. <laughs> Catch up. Um, but, like, honestly, um, for all the shit that people gave China, 
China mostly has this shit contained. Mm-hmm. And the, I think they're going to see the effects of um, containment and awareness within the next couple of weeks. As a matter of fact, I read something that said China um, is like they're they're working on the cure and they're uh, on the vaccine and they're going to have some shit ready by April. They ain't going to give it to us. Uh, they're not going to give it to Trump. Yeah. Let's, let's be very clear <laughs> about what, what's happening. They're going to make it available. They're going to do everything they can to not put it in the hands of Donald Joseph Trump. Because <laughs> um, uh, that motherfucker, and, and good for them, because that motherfucker didn't touch like five people at this point yeah. that got it. He tried to, he tried to allegedly buy a vaccine from a German company that's working on vaccine for it um, and he wanted to throw down some extra cash to make sure that it was an exclusive mixtape only for the US um, That that's amazing that is that that's is some raw shit like, that's some that's some gully ass low hand underhanded shit I'm gonna give y'all I'm gonna give y'all some money for a cure but you only gotta supply the US with it fuck everybody else that's some that's crazy do you know how how hated we would be no, they're not going to hate us, per se. They, oh, they're they, going to hate him. They know who to direct their hate towards in instances like that. I mean, that's just, that's dirty. And I'm going to get to him. I'm going to get to him in particular later. But I just want people to be more open to seeing multiple sides of things. And there are people getting on people for dumb shit, talking about, well, why are you buying up all the junk food? Motherfuckers like snacks. It's one thing to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or or intermittent fasting, whatever uh, new bougie black shit y'all into. But motherfuckers that just eat on the regular, that want to keep their blood sugar up. <laughs> yeah, every now and then they're gonna want something they can pop in the microwave and not think about. And let's be real, y'all. That shit lasts forever. So and that shit lasts longer than the produce. I'm eating all my fresh produce now, and I know in two weeks I'll be eating. Boxed shit. As a matter of fact, I need to take my black ass home and meal prep now. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, like people got to understand, and and it it really shows how classist people can be. It really shows how above it people want to act. And there's no, and there's it's like there's no middle ground. Everything is you motherfuckers are are uh, too calm about this shit. Or you motherfuckers are wiling out too hard about this shit. There's no medium. Nobody's nobody's just saying, you know what? Why don't we just remain alert, aware? Let's not live in fear. Because that's what gets you. Yep. That's, that's where all the consumerism comes. Yep. Let's not live in fear. Let's be uh, smart about the choices we make when we're out in public. You know, Austin just limited... Uh, social gatherings, major gatherings, like two hundred fifty people. That's fine, that's which usually, is fine. That's usually my tolerance anyway. They had to do that because they know because they know it's spring break season. Yep, and a lot of motherfuckers are flying out and didn't want to cancel their South by shit. Yep, and also, I mean there are a couple of countries now that are even um, limiting the people some gatherings no larger than five. God damn! So it you know it's it is what it is. And, you know, so just be understanding to your fellow human. You don't know because you don't know the situation in that person's household. You don't know the situation in that person's life. Um, And just be aware 
And if you're aware of what's going on around you, you never have to be worried about other people. That's that's my that's always been my thing. As long as I'm aware of what's going on with me, and as long as I'm aware of what's going on around me, I don't necessarily have to directly be worried about what other people are doing and not doing. Right. Um, so just chill the fuck out, y'all. Just chill out. I, I, mean, I don't mean to not take this seriously, but y'all can bring it down a notch. Um, and, you know, we can just be better towards our fellow people. There's a difference between being cautious and panicked. Exactly. Just y'all understand the difference with being fucking idiots. Exactly. Um, song of the week. Um, brand new shit, actually. Artists I have not had on the uh, playlist. Um, brand new shit from Kiana Lede featuring Lucky Day. Um, this is called Forfeit. So get comfortable. You're probably already comfortable. You ain't got. You ain't going to work. You ain't going to school. Um, and if you are, God bless you. You definitely need this on Monday. We're gonna have a good pod for you, and we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go. <laughs> Keep fucking with my vibes And I can assure you it won't end how you like Nah, I ain't that type I'm giving you one, two, three To back the fuck up, oh, on me Don't fuck when you can't back it up
Forfeit featuring Kiana Lede and Lucky Day. Um, that's smooth joint. Nice little smooth joint. Anything Lucky Day is on, I just I trust it's going to be fire. Yeah. Uh, he had a nice little joint off of the photograph. Oh yeah, he sure did. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a hot one. That's a nice soundtrack. Yeah, during the break, um, I spoke it into the, into existence. Uh, Amazon delivered. Some water filters for me. Oh, there we go. So I don't have to. I don't have to wrestle y'all niggas for, for water bottles. Real in talk. The store. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I have and I have a filtered water pitcher, uh, but it's nice to. It is. It is nice to have some cold bottle water on the it, ready. It's convenient when you live in a when you, when you live in a big household. Like you go through a lot of water. Yeah, and especially me because I I try to keep on at least. 36 ounces to a gallon a day mm-hmm. so you always got to be on point um but yeah got yeah shout out to shout out to filters i get a i gotta get a filter on my faucet that's the next step Ooh, yeah yeah definitely gotta do that i mean that's another thing you gotta buy filters for and shit but it's worth it hey it, it saves you money i mean it costs less overall than the bottles i agree but yeah. you know teachers on it is what it is y'all yeah. it's a it, it's gonna be a Process getting, getting all filtered up in the household. Let's just, um, let's just stop throwing it in the ocean. Though. Let's stop throwing it in the fucking ocean. Um, during the break, um, we learned. I didn't know this. We're we're all pumped up for Westworld tonight. Uh, season three is getting started, so that's more Tessa Thompson in my mm-hmm. life. Um, but the debates. Are happening, and this is the first debate since Super Tuesday. Now that the landscape has changed, <laughs> a lot has changed. A lot has changed. The landscape is shockingly different. Um, and that's just not that, and that's not even just that all the that all the dead weight has dropped off. Um, no, I'm not talking about Joe Biden's brain. No. Um. And also, Elizabeth Warren has dropped off. I ain't gonna lie. Elizabeth Warren looked like she was having a good time on SNL. It's a lot less stressful. Doing the switch with a uh, cute ass Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Uh, we'll get. In, I actually will talk about the switch challenge later. But um, <laughs> uh, so having said that, are you gonna are you gonna watch it at all? Absolutely not. 
Okay. Same. I'm, I'm going to watch Westworld and then wait for highlights of the debate to see how awkward it is with uh, with Joe Biden having no audience to pander to. Uh, exactly. That's what it is. There's going to be no audience there. So Joe Biden doesn't have his laugh track. Mm-hmm. Um, Bernie Sanders doesn't have his uh, fevered uh, mob. Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> we would we would like to ask the audience one more time to refrain from reacting. <laughs> um, if we could have the audience fl- please stop flinging their feces <laughs> at the vice president. Thank you. <laughs> um, but no, I'm you know, and you know what? I'm not interested, and here's why. One, I'm not I'm not interested in watching the further adventures of Joe Biden's brain melting through his fucking ears. Oh no. Um, two, I've heard all it's, it's like a Bernie Sanders for me is like a Marvel trailer. I don't need to watch the Marvel trailer. It's nice if I'm going to, but I don't need to watch it because Marvel already had, I don't need to see the trailer for black widow. Marvel has me sold. Yeah, Marvel sold me on that I'm, shit. I'm not gonna watch it. I Marvel is a brand that I know and I know what they're selling and I trust what they're selling, and I don't need to. I, I don't need any further. I don't need to be brought to it. I saw the picture of Taskmaster uh, for Black Widow, and that looked lit enough. And the fact that they've already showed they've already oh god the they've already showed him breaking down um, all the people that he imitates. Yeah. He imitates Black Panther's moves and shit. I've heard. I'm not going to see it until I see it. Um, oh, yeah. You don't do trailers. But, yeah. So, like, Bernie, I know what he's selling. You don't have to convince me any further that we need affordable college. You don't have to convince me any further that we need uh, legalized marijuana on day one in all in all states. Um, I, at this point... There's nobody that's on the fence about any of these people. Right. Just like there's no such thing as a swing voter in the ge- in the general election. Especially there's, since 2016, there's no such thing. There's nobody if if Bernie gets the nod, there's nobody that's un that's undecided about whether they're going for Bernie Sanders or Donald fucking Trump. But, you know, the Bernie Bros have said if Biden gets it, they're walking away. They said that last time, and that's what got us where we are. So I think they've gotten a little smart. They're talking that shit because they have to save face and talk that shit. But they've gotten smarter. They ain't stupid. They're not. They they're not doing that again. They might. They they might. We'll <laughs> see. I talked a good game just now, but they might. We'll see. Um. Uh. See what else is going on, man. So okay. So Mariah Carey, I think for at least a year now maybe more has been in this ongoing um like legal battle with her former um assistant mm-hmm. and no i'm not talking about nick cannon whoa um <laughs> no uh, mariah carey's former assistant whose name i am not gonna uh slander who's i'm not gonna ruin that name on on the air that's a lot of name so it's a her first name is liana okay yes we, <laughs> we'll just go with that Liana has been um, has been suing Mariah Carey for a couple of things actually. Over the I think over the past year and some change, oh it's gone from she was uh, um, she harassed her, 
her uh, her manager harassed her. Yeah, supposedly Mariah Carey's former manager tackled her to the ground and urinated on her. Yep, and called her an Armenian whore. Man, you know what? White people treat the Armenians bad. I've noticed that. I would... I would... I would... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that white people treat everybody bad. Well, white people treat everybody bad. But, like, Donald Glover made a joke in his stand-up that the way they, the way white people, like, treat Armenians, they're like the black people of white people. Okay. I can see that. That's a very Donald Glover thing to say. It's a very Donald Glover way to put it, but I see what he's saying. Um, aren't the Kardashians Armenian? Um, don't tell them that. Oh, ooh, oh, well. Um, and I'm looking here. Let's see. Uh, the the manager slapped her butt and grabbed her breast, called her an Armenian whore, an Armenian princess, an Armenian bitch, and a fucking nigger. Wow, that's a that's a leap. Damn. Um, <laughs> I feel offended. I was gonna say, well, we ought to feel offended because if she's calling her a fucking nigger. What are you going to call me? I'm right. What the fuck are you going to call me? Exactly. What do you call your client who is at least half black? Hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just hmm. saying. Mariah needs to look at that shit. You can fuck too many rappers to be uh, standing for that shit. And so now it has gotten to it is, so it, it's gotten to the point where this um, I, I think now she wants five million from Mariah. I feel bad for her. The reason I feel bad for her is because she seems to be the only person that doesn't know that Mariah Carey doesn't give a fuck. Mariah Carey sued a dude for breaking up with her, and sued her for wasting sued him for wasting her time and won. Anymore. Mariah Carey don't give a fuck. Mariah Carey does not give a fuck. And I'm not saying the girl. I'm not saying the girl's wrong. I'm saying if she's trying to get paid, she barking up the wrong fucking tree. Mariah Carey doesn't give a fuck who you are. Not even a little you, bit. You, you get you get this lawsuit, this countersuit. Real talk, and 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 you will lose. Cause didn't she didn't she sue? A dude that she broke up with. Yes, that, that's what I just said. She uh, sued. She sued him for calling off their engagement, wasting her time for wasting her time, and won and got paid off of this shit. How? Mariah Carey. Let me tell you. Don't don't fuck with Mariah Carey. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Her. She has learned a lot from her white side. <laughs> she is. Man, I'm telling you. Don't ever underestimate rich white treachery. Damn. At the end of the day, rich white treachery is like the Sith Lords. Like they, they, they will find a way shit. to last the day. Fuck that shit. It's frightening. I, it's it's true. We see that in our politics. Rich white treachery is about to, is is about to give Bernie Sanders a rude motherfucking awakening. <laughs> <laughs> the Sith Lords are converging. They do not like this shit at all. Mm. Oh boy. Um, what else is going? What else is going on, man? Oh, uh, gotta talk about black ass content out here. Here we go. Um, uh, first, I guess TV. Uh, Boomerang is back. Ah. Boomerang, the, ser- the BET series, um, is back with season two. 
Um, looks like there's been a quite a bit of a. There, there's definitely been a budget increase. <laughs> um, they went and got they. they the show is developing its own personality, and I always remember that those first couple of episodes being a little shaky as far as um, the overall look and style of the show, right? Uh, versus the will they won't they plot. Of Derwin and Melanie, I mean uh, Bryson and uh, what's her name? I mean whatever. Sure. Um, I always say <laughs> they're all at the end of the day for my generation who sat through the game, which I hated that show. They're all Derwin and Melanie, so whatever. Um, so the thing that I really liked is that, like I said, it's developing its own creative personality, and you can tell it's not necessarily ripping off Atlanta, but you can tell in the content now that Atlanta has definitely changed the creative landscape mm-hmm. for young black creatives. I can see that. Um, they can be weird now. It's okay to be weird. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, the it seems like they're gonna, they open up strong. It seems like they're gonna have a homecoming episode every season mm. which I like that okay I like that in the evolution I think in the evolution of young post-grad uh, millennials not even just millennials anybody that went to an HBCU homecoming somehow ends up being a part of your conversation as just life goes on like after college to this day every a lot of things in that season roll around revolve around are you am I going to see you for homecoming right or, or are you going to have it done for homecoming this kind of shit so I like that they have and it's Atlanta so they have to do that and so um, a lot of a lot of the ongoing story revolved around homecoming as the backdrop where they got to stay in their old dorms and the main dude who is uh, like Robin Givens character's uh, son mm-hmm they went through a bad breakup, so they opened right up with him stroking every, every another part of homecoming, stroking everything that has come back in the town that you see. Oh, oh, he has a little stopwatch where he where he he strokes him in like ten minutes or less. I don't know why he's proud of that, but more power to him. Um, Is that what happens at homecoming? I've, I've, not the ten minutes or less thing. Oh, but I've never been to a homecoming. Oh wow. So if you're single and homecoming has is about all the shit you couldn't you know because you you definitely come up since college and all the shit that you could knock down or almost knock down mm. you get to you get to take your swing one more time you know and so they definitely represent that for the fellas okay. and for the ladies shout out to Lala Milan I like her character I like her attitude. Um, who is the the uh, trans uh, rapper mm-hmm. star on the show? Who has gained a following, and it's on campus. And the majorettes from that made up college don't like her, mm. and so they end up in a dance battle that ends up being a remake of the wannabes versus the Jigaboos from school days. Crazy. They even did the song. Wow. I that was and that was crazy to me, and for me. I feel like, I, I I guess I feel like paying homage because everything was about back to the nineties. Yeah. 
Um, School Days, I think, was a little older than the 90s, but... It was 88, I believe. It was 88. Okay, Showing my gotcha. Age. Showing my age. Um, and so... I was in middle school. Paying homage to Spike, um, that generation paying homage to Spike, paying homage to things that they grew up on, like School Days, I think that was dope. Dope. And I, I like that everything revolved around that, down to having the pajama jam that looked suspiciously like the doing the butt segment of school days mm-hmm. um so i was really i was really impressed with that i'm impressed that this show has come into its own um off of what a lot of people were worried was going to be a shaky premise and um it's finding its own personality and it's finding its own way of doing things um especially since uh lena waith is a producer i feel like in name only because this does not look like the show that Lena Waith wrote the first two episodes of. I can imagine. Um, she has another. She has another show on on BET called uh, Millennials. Maybe never gonna watch Twenties. Yes, Twenties. Oh, never gonna watch it. Probably not watching. Fuck that. twenty year olds. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Except for the ones that listen to this show. Um. <laughs> The rest of y'all fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, thank you, twenty-year-olds that listen to this show for your viewership. Um, the the comments of D. Randall. <laughs> no. And if you put another twenty-year-old onto this show, then I will unfuck them. They're okay, cool. they're cool. Fair enough. Um, so yeah, I'm liking that. Uh, what else? What else is going on? Oh, did you watch the trailer for Insecure? Yeah, that it was. You know, and I and I watched it kind of passively the first time I watched because I was actually. Watching some stuff on HBO on demand, uh, catching up on The Outsider. And Lawrence's was, line has improved. Yeah, you notice now that he has a now that he has a job and yeah. he's stroking everything left and right. Yeah. His line has improved. Man, Lawrence is you know what I'm saying. He he had to come back. That's a that's a big th- season one for him. That's a huge thing to have to come back. For. Lawrence Hive season one. We still here. We still here, bro. We still here. Um, what did kind of shock me though was seeing uh, Amanda Diva there. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Amanda Seals. That's her name now. Um, she would like you to forget about the past. Uh, yeah, I would like to forget about her past too. Um, no, um, I was not. Some people were surprised, and, and there was a question of whether or not she was going to be in this season or what. I mean, there were there were Instagram posts of her on set. Letting y'all know that it's all good between her and the cast, mm. even though suspiciously we've we've never seen any of those group photos with her and Dro mm. in the same in the same scene in the same uh, picture. Um, I'm sure he uh, Sharonis Jackson probably has no he's not minced any words whatsoever. I'm sure that he has like he's getting like three bags. I've seen him on like three or four uh, three or four shows in the off season. Mm. He was on. He was on whatever the CBS SEAL team joint is. Oh. He was on uh, one of these one of these BET shows uh, that they do. That one of these little soap opera type joints they try to get off the air. And he was on another joint. You really watch everything, don't you? I don't watch all this shit. I just saw the trailer. I just saw okay. the commercials. Okay. Um, and he's always hanging out with the horrible decisions girls. Gotcha. Ah. There we go. <laughs> There's the connection. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's always hanging out with Weezy. Um, you try to be him. 
Yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking notes. It's true. <laughs> I, um, so, um, were we insecure? Okay. Yep. So, yeah, I was not surprised to see her there. I think I suspected her um, that her character is going to be limited um, in comparison to the last few seasons. Mm. Um, I'm here for it. Because I don't think we saw her, like... We didn't see a lot of her last season. We didn't see a lot of her last season, and we and when we did, we didn't see her dude at all. Mm-mm. I feel like that's still good. I feel like they've been leading up to it. That's still going to culminate in that not being his baby. He's, I don't, yeah, I, th- I think he's gay. I don't think, well, I don't know, I don't know about that. I think that's not his baby. I think she fucked around. Mm. I think they, I've always said they alluded to that. Um, what if it's Drew? I wouldn't be surprised if it was Drew. Drew be sticking and moving. Drew be sticking and moving. Um, in his poly relationship with his uh, fine ass wife, played by Gabrielle Dennis. Dennis. Please let it be on there, please. (laughs) Yeah, we need to see more Gabrielle Dennis. Um, honestly, I want to see more Quinta, but um, it's all good. Um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. It looks good. Uh, looks like, like it's giving us more. Insecure is one of those shows where it's not broken. They don't try hard to fix it. Yeah, I call it. I almost call it the music soul child of of black content. Wow, music soul child been doing the same shit (laughs) for decades. Except that one time when he thought he could rap. You you talking the tank of black tank? Yeah, yeah. Tank been doing the same shit for a lot of years. Tank hasn't changed a single thing. Including and, the wife beater. Including that fucking wife beater. And, um, you know, it's not broke and they don't try hard to fix it. They have their audience and they stay in their lane. Yep. Um, so, you know, so I'm excited to see that coming back. Um, on the music tip, we have, it, it's worth mentioning, Childish Gambino surprise dropped an album on us. He, he, like today, he did. He did so. As of Sunday, March fifteenth, Childish Gambino dropped an album. Not only did he drop an album, it's the catch is it's looping constantly on DonaldGloverPresents dot com, where all there is is this um, kind of. Uh, what is it? Um, it's almost like a comic book cover. But comic book cover, but you can tell it's like cover art maybe yeah and um i have to say it opens up strong i enjoy i enjoyed that shit um it's not as outright old school funky as awaken my love mm-hmm. but it's not as hardcore rap as because the internet i hear you he blends a lot of what we liked about awaken my love and a lot of what we liked about because the internet and he gives us a very um, signature sound that you can only really attribute to Donald Glover. I see that. Um, I most in particular, I love the joint with Twenty One Savage and SZA. Twenty One, Twenty One, Twenty One. Um, it's just him working with Twenty One Savage is uh, kind of mind blowing to me. Twenty One Savage is quote unquote from Atlanta. Oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Nah. By way of London, uh, right. <laughs> Um, and it's good to know that SZA is still doing something. She's still interested. 
Uh, she, <laughs> she's, she's, she hasn't Summer Walker the game yet. I'll, right. Right. Because uh, she said if, if if we get another project from her, that's going to be the last one. Yeah. Um, and I'm not surprised. That's all we SZA, need most people anyway. SZA had a hard road up, got her bag, and she's ready to go. Yeah. And that's fine. Um. So that was so that was definitely dope. Um. I didn't hear it. I don't. Well. I don't want to say I didn't hear any singles because I think we're moving away from the idea of conventional singles as we're moving away from terrestrial radio. Yes. So something doesn't have to be a conventional single because nothing that came off of like Lemonade per se is a conventional single. I don't think it is. Um, None of Solange's shit that came off of her big joints are conventional singles you don't need singles to sell albums anymore you get the whole thing at once exactly that's the whole thing exactly and if they do release a single it's after the fact just to remind people oh you still like this album listen to it again right give me some more clicks that's all it is and for the people that do listen to the radio it just reminds you of why you're going to their show oh they sing that song yeah 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 I'm going to that show um so yeah good for Childish Gambino also uh, we have to talk about the much anticipated, not by me, but much anticipated by someone, uh, J Electronic album. J Electronica's fans are the Bernie Bros of. of <laughs> they they are ride or die for this dude, no matter what he does or does not do. Has has not produced any solo content for like eleven years. Eleven years, and they he's released like three songs in that whole span. He he dropped. I, I just remember him dropping one joint with Free Rat with the New Radicals. That was okay. It was his version of a love song. I don't want to hear Jay Electronica doing love songs. Mm-mm. I like that one, but I don't want to hear Jay Electronica doing love songs. Yeah. I liked it. what's the name of the album? A written testimony. Written testimony. Yes, I, I liked it more than I thought I would, I, and I and I don't dislike it. A lot of Jay Z. He warned us that there was going to be a lot of Jay Z. Well, we didn't know it was going to be Watch the Throne Part Two. <laughs> or as someone, as someone said on Twitter, this is Jesus is King for five percenters. Oh, oh shit. Uh, <laughs> A lot of Jay-Z, a lot of Nation of Islam. Yeah, Jay-Z is the first person that you hear on the project, as a matter of fact. Yep. Well, second person if you count uh, Minister Farrakhan. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 not bad. It's I feel like the mix on it is horrible. But They did not mix that album at all. It's a terrible mix. But it's not, I mean, it's not bad. And Jay Electronica can actually rap. I like... I like his flow. Yeah, I like what he says. I like his flow. Um, a little hotepish. Quite hotepish. Um, if I am I going to be listening to this a month from now eh, who knows I don't know something else will be out by then but you know for, for the I hope it was worth the wait for those of you who have been waiting for that long and most of you has, have said it's not been worth the wait but um, uh, yeah good for you that's, that's how I feel Yeah, it didn't move me it's not going to be in my playlist at all it's not going to make my rotation um, but I enjoyed the listen. Mm-hmm. I'll probably go back and listen to it while I'm Call of Duty. Yeah. That's that's the stress test for me. I listened to it once, uninterrupted. 
and then I and then if I can listen to it while I'm Call of Dutying, then yeah, I'll probably listen to it again. Mm, okay. Um, that was my big stress test with like the Black Panther soundtrack. Right. I, I did a lot of that. So, um, so yeah, good for Jay Elect, I guess. Um, good for Hove, I guess. Well, no, definitely good for Hove because for this to be Watch the Throne Part Two, <laughs> he cleaned Jay Elect up. He did, and I, I have a feeling that Jay appears on this project so that it could actually be released. Right. I, I would not be surprised if he told me that this album has been pretty much in this state for the last few years, and Jay just came in and did his verses like nigga, let's put it out. Right. right. I wouldn't be surprised. That that sounds that that's a hundred percent plausible. Um, I didn't write this down, but I definitely wanted to talk about it real quick. Megan The Stallion is turning out to be the new Cardi B in the way that anything she does is just an opening for dusty niggas to try to shit on her. I feel like that's, yeah, that's almost by design. Like every week there's going to be something that, that Megan did that doesn't matter that's going to turn into the dusty niggas dragging her on Twitter. Yep. Now it's that her she had like a 2.7 GPA Y'all look, y'all. Y'all really that bored? Most of y'all need to be real. Two point seven is flattering compared to some of you motherfuckers. I went to school with some of you motherfuckers. Y'all went by the class. <laughs> I went to the class. Y'all went by the class, and two point seven is flattering for some of you motherfuckers. Some it's these motherfuckers that's mad they couldn't get into the to the frat of their choice because their grades were too low. I, I just want to know what the purpose of that statement is. Like, she's still making more money than y'all. Exactly. Regardless of what her grades are, she's probably doing better in life than most of you. And she's going to school for nursing. So even if she don't rap, she's still going to be making money, more money than a lot of y'all. Man, as soon as she gets her little RN designation, you know how many people are going to fake like they got corona just to go see her? <laughs> <coughs> no, I need, I need her to help her right there. What are those nurse te- what are those nursing techs that do overnight shit that that people shit on all the time? Mm-hmm. Um oh, um I can't think of what I can't think of what the what the little designation is, but if she was one of them, y'all wouldn't say shit. Mm-mm. If Megan the Stallion were Megan were were just fine ass Megan Pete driving a driving a fucking black Corolla doing them nursing com- nursing school commercials, mm. y'all still beat some yep. of y'all beating so let's keep it a buck some of y'all and this is men and women some of y'all beating motherfuckers with low with lower GPAs than that <laughs> let's keep it a whole buck some of y'all beating motherfuckers that got third grade reading levels y'all, y'all, y'all having these academic probation smashes out here <laughs> Academic probation smash. A lot of I's and W's on those transcripts. <laughs> and still. Some of y'all was y'all. Some of y'all was sucking the Spanish teacher's dick and still only got a two point three. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I I was there. I was there. Some of y'all. Some of y'all were fucking y'all y'all academic counselors and still only walking away with a two point oh. Mm. 
try to get you you wanted to be a delta that year you know you had to do what you had to do yeah, I'm talking about Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. All right. Go for Keep it. it up. Let's <laughs> keep it up. She's still shit, though, y'all. Um, what else? Oh, so Barack Obama is following <laughs> Sarah J on Twitter. Who is that? Sarah J is in the, the legendary uh, white girl porn star with the big titties. Oh, okay. Basically, basically all throughout the 90s and early 2000s, if you put in Pornhub, big big white girl with big ass and big titties, it's probably gonna take you to Sarah J. Oh, she's probably old. She's forty two. Ooh, she's forty two. My God, I'm old. <laughs> Sarah J. Got me through college. <laughs> Shit, she looks older than me. Yeah, man. She's and and here's the and here's the fucked up part. She still look younger than Jessica from Love Is Blind. <laughs> she's. I actually get that reference now. That girl ain't no damn 35. <laughs> Fuck out of here. You know, in, in, in Barry's defense, though, oh, man, this woman looks like a grandmother. Um, in Barry's defense, though, you, you know that was his that was his team. That was not actually him. Um, yeah, so either either he signed off on it or somebody's fired on his team. You know, shout out to, uh, but shout out to Ted Cruz. <laughs> for <laughs> Keep the same energy. For liking hardcore porn. You know what I'm saying? For liking incestual porn. That's appropriate. You know, or his his team. You know. I wanna see what I wanna see what's in Rudy Giuliani's search engine. Ooh, I don't think you wanna see that. That motherfucker married his, didn't he marry his cousin? Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm gonna believe that as fact. <laughs> I'm just gonna believe it. I don't even know. If you don't know, it's plausible. <laughs> Ted Cruz, people can see your likes, my dude. I I just love it. Ooh, we Twitter. And you know, Twitter's kind of messy for that, cause they tell you what somebody liked. They'll put it on your timeline just as what somebody liked. Hey, that, Twitter, man, messy. That's why y'all y'all got to watch what y'all are doing out there. Real talk, man. Um, what else? Uh, oh, on a bright note, Alex Trebek is winning his battle with cancer. Oh, shout out to Alex. So here's the deal. Um, he's in what he's in. I think he's in what stage four, maybe of pan- stage four pancreatic pancreatic cancer, and they said only eighteen percent survive the first year yeah. of stage four. Yeah, and I have to say from that from the from the Instagram update, Alex looks good. That's clearly a wig. Yeah, but Alex looks good, and he said honestly, he, I think he said that the that the that the real unbearable part was the chemo. That he was yeah. more he was more worried about surviving the chemo than he was about surviving the cancer. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Um so yeah, that's that's not he was not the first person to say that. So yeah, I believe that. And he definitely said they said that the survival rate for year two of stage four is seven yeah. percent. And his doctor was very confident that he'd see him a year from a year from now looking still looking healthy. That's dope. They gotta keep him they man I mean, because we love Alex Trebek and because Alex Trebek seems like a good dude who I, who I want to be around for the sake of his family and friends, of course, we got to keep him alive. But we also got to keep him alive because when he dies, Jeopardy is over. Yeah, Drew Carey ain't stepping in for Yeah, that. we ain't doing none of them replacements. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, my ass. No. You know, we ain't doing that. Steve Harvey, no. Fuck out of here. <laughs> no. Uh, it's Alex or nothing, period. Steve Harvey going to be on Jeopardy talking about survey set. Oh. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, that's the daily double. He gonna be looking at people crazy yeah, over yeah. shit that he doesn't know the answers to. I didn't know the answer to any of them. <laughs> just, I, look, I don't know none of these. I just read the card. The judge said it was all right, so I said it was all right. It sound good to me. I don't know how close he was. It sound good to me. Can pull, we your, just, can... pull your damn dress down, girl. Sorry, that was nigga piece theater. <laughs> that was us doing Steve Harvey. Um, uh, shout out to Lori Harvey. Hey. Uh, it, eh. I can't. I don't. Questionable can't, taste in men, but not. I was gonna say he is not giving that playbook to his daughter at all. Mm. Uh, or maybe this. M- maybe he maybe did. the daughter has a playbook all her own. Hmm. I'm just saying, it's it's suspect. Anyway, anyway, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more opinions while black. You are listening to opinions while black. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. Yep. We are black. Yep. We are opinionated. Certainly. And uh, I am feeling pretty good, actually. I'm drinking straight. I feel good, man. It's you know, it's 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 brunch drinking. It's true. It's true. That's what's that's what Sundays are for. I never I, I never get to experience this, <laughs> but um, I see now why people want to drink so bad on during the day on Sundays. Hey. It's the day for that. And I'm probably gonna get drunk a little later uh, watching Westworld. Let's go. Um. It is time for white people must be stopped. Skirt, skirt. We have a um, oh, we have a a a racist, a real life thing from uh, Chef Ibersol Fallon. What up, Chef? Damn. Our uh, white people must be stopped correspondent. <laughs> he writes. I've been catering Ariana Brown's chapbook release. Shout out to Ariana Brown, the poet. I've never met her, but I've heard her. I've I've heard her work. And uh, very impressive. Kind of makes me wish, makes me miss the stage a little bit. I've been catering Ariana Brown's chapbook release, and damn it, he went black on me. And last night at or at our uh, local communist bookstore, communist is in quotes. (laughs) I had to yell, literally yell at this old white hippie to use the goddamn tongs. It was towards the end of the night, and I just sat down right next to to the spread to catch a break while folks cleared out. Little Miss Grubby Corona Fingers over here starts going in on my fruit tray that's surrounded by little uh, salad tongs, barehanded. Note, even if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, this shit pisses me off to no end. So given our situation, I had to be extra, I've had to be extra vigilant at the last uh, couple of catering events. Me says, please use the tongs. I guess she didn't hear me. Goes in for seconds. Yeah, not once, but twice in the same pass. Uh, he says to himself, you got to you got to be fucking kidding me. Got to move that whole train. I stand up, reach out, and poke this woman in her shoulder with all my chill gone. I stare her dead in her face and deliberately repeat while enunciating every fucking syllable this time. Please use the tongs. And her says, oh, oh, yes, yes, of course. Hashtag white people must be stopped. Hey, man. White people have no sense of boundaries. White people have no sense of what's going on around them. 
my last weekend at work. Uh, I have no problem saying at the bookstore. Uh, since you know, it's over now. Um, my last weekend there, it was more packed than I've ever seen it in ten years working there. I saw your photos. Right, the line went up the stairs, across the second floor, down the stairs, around the walkway, straight straight back down the walkway uh, to the bathroom in the back. Uh, That's we. Wild. <laughs> And um, management, in particular, our regional manager and her infinite fucking genius, uh, dismantled the back uh, by counter. So there's no real place of operations demarcated as a border for staff to get away from the customers and catch a breath. And people feel very invited to walk back there where all the where all the safety gear is and where all the dangerous looking shit is and try to talk to you. Furthermore, people felt the need to just they felt like they could just leave through the back door, through the back through the service door. And people felt like they could come in through the service door. And at some point, I just I gave up trying to stop them. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fine. Wow. Let white people have their way this time. It's all over anyway. Um, white people have no sense of boundaries at all, whatsoever. They never have. They never will. Um, as Randall says many times throughout his life of this show, this is what happens when you have no natural predators. None. You don't have to have awareness of any of these things. Black people are all too aware. Black people stop somewhere. Am I supposed to be back here? Yep. Then there's always that, that look of guilt. I'm backing away. Yeah, that kind of shit. It starts with, oh, this don't look right. Right, this doesn't look <laughs> right. This looks like where some shit could go down, yeah. and it would be my fault for being back here. Yep. White people don't have that. Um, this is why they get caught in other countries and end up uh, prisoners of wars that they didn't know were happening. Um, send your uh, racist stories, your real life racist stories, your real life racist encounters, along with your listener letters. Questions for myself, D. Randall, and any of our guests. Please send them to opinionswhileblack at gmail.com or you can just log on to opinionswhileblack.com. There are portals for all the ways to get in touch with us. It's very easy. I implore you to use opinionswhileblack.com. It's nice. Uh, We'll be back to finish it off with your listener letters and the top three STFUs. You are currently experiencing America, not America. You are currently experiencing Houston's most savage podcast. We're getting our way. We're making our way. We're making our way up there. We got to start small. Uh, You are listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. And we're back. Mm -hmm. We're black. Yep. We're opinionated. Still. And I'm day drunk. Love it. This is what you've been missing. This It's true. I'm going to be day drunk in Kroger. <laughs> Not, just, just, just just walking around with medical gloves holding on, holding on to the fucking uh, shopping cart. You know? Hey. Oh, yeah. I should, yeah, I should pick up some milk. I was a G about mine when I went there the other day. No gloves, no wipes. Raw dog? Yeah, out here. Raw dog. Shooting up the club in Kroger. You know what I'm saying? saying? You that nigga. That's what I'm talking about. I washed the hell out my hands when I got home. I ain't mad at you. Um, it's time for our listener letters. Um, we have some via Facebook, and we have one 
long one through opinions while black uh, at gmail.com. Hey, hey. Uh, we're going to get through the Facebook ones first. Hal Allen asks, is there any hope for humanity to get better? <laughs> You're asking the guy who has a whole segment called Humans Ain't Shit. Uh, having said that, uh, I I always have hope. The reason I say humans ain't shit is because I have hope that we can be better. And you cannot solve a problem without addressing what the problem is first. And the problem is that humans ain't shit. I have the up, I have uh, usually I have the utmost confidence that we can be better. I had that until this corona shit happened, and you niggas started nigging. Not even just the niggas. Everybody started nigging hard. Like there was a dude. I think Channel Thirteen was on was 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 doing a segment about all the consumerism, and some random dude just ran up on the news people and started fucking yelling at them, right in the camera. We, I blame you for this mess, and just started yelling and throwing shit at them. Mm. People wild out here, man. I saw a video of somebody just somebody fighting with a little old Betty Betty White ass lady over uh like a six a, a six piece of toilet tissue a six pack I, I, I saw that that's that's um and the lady had an attitude when somebody came over and told to leave the lady alone oh fine she can have it no bitch keep that same energy <laughs> you didn't feel that way when you tried to snatch it from her people ridiculous I, this is going to be the I'll tell you this how this is going to be the stress test for whether or not humanity can get better I don't have I'm not optimistic uh, so we'll, we'll just see what happens in the next few weeks Um, so thank you Hal for that Nene Woods oh what up Nene oh she just had a baby congratulations oh, congratulations that's a cute baby uh, Euphonic would say the baby isn't finished Euphonic doesn't comment on the looks of a, of a newborn child until like six months in. Okay. Because he, according to him, the baby hasn't finished cooking. Mm, mm, okay. <laughs> All the features haven't come in. It's like a, it's like a steak when you take it off the grill. It still has to cook. <laughs> yeah. For for a little bit of time. Okay. Uh, Nene Woods asks, "Why does every old white woman assume people of color work for them or are the help?" This is a wonderful question. <sighs> And it's the God's honest truth. You know, I'll tell you why. Because they're old. And because they're senile. And because they're racist. Because I'm sure Joe Biden has at least three Jamals that work for him. None of them are named Jamal. (laughs) None of them. He met a Jamal once in his life. Who was like a third grader in school. Said you're doing good in school. He took the picture with him. He got famous for it, and now every black man's Jamal. Yeah, it's because they don't know no fucking better. Their mind has dissolved to a point where they're stuck in the fifties, and we all just we all just look like that black milkman Dave Chappelle dressed up like on that one skit. They don't know any better. They don't know any better. They just assume that. They assume yeah yes we're allowed to read too, ma'am. Um. So yeah, uh, Randall, anything? Um, I, I I think that's one of the questions that you kind of already know the answer to. Yeah, to yeah. be honest, um, it, it 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 all goes back to no natural predators. To to be quite honest, um, 
we don't get to assume those things. Yeah, I mean, we don't we don't have the liberty of just assuming anything at all ever really so yeah we have to take we have well we have to presume things out of self-preservation i've told that story before about how the lady came up randomly came up to me um i was standing on the curb on the phone and she handed me her keys like i yeah. was a valet yeah i, I to this day i, I don't took her car to this day i don't go into target wearing a red shirt because that has actually happened to me before like sir can you help me that's that bullshit like, yeah yeah, so yeah, because again, humans ain't shit. Chris Nicole, oh what up, Kristen? Um, writes, I'm recently con- I'm recently convinced certain cultures aren't aren't uh, taught cleanliness. Subs had uh, just put up signs stating to be sure to wash your hands and exit with your elbow from break room and bathrooms. Mm-hmm. This guy on the this guy is on the phone and says you're not gonna believe this. Now they want us to wash our hands. He's angry and serious. Is covering your mouth, washing your hands, and other virus protection techniques not taught to everyone? Was I the only one getting beat for sneezing in my hand? Now I know you think this was this man was white, but he wasn't. Woo boy. Um, we are learning that we Americans are disgusting. People in general. People in general. I, I'm I'm one of those people that watches everyone when they when they're finishing up in a restroom um, especially if it's a place that i frequent like work because i i do have a mental rolodex of people at work who i've seen not washing their hands and i do not shake their hands ever and there's no expiration date on that there are quite a few people and i have them broken down demographically who do not wash their hands who will step smooth out of a stall run their fingers through their hair look in the mirror and nary a drop of water nor soap touches their hands. Or the people that think hand sanitizer is a is a replacement for no. washing your hands no. with soap. Hand sanitizer is just to get you there until you get to soap and water. Right. And I, I think what a lot of people are reacting to is that they're being told that these things are required now, but that's just kind of like common sense. So. And I also people are over washing their hands now. Which is a good thing. We're supposed to be. We should be. Yeah. Um, especially in the in the face of a global pandemic, I have found myself washing my hands almost way too much to where my hands look like I've been doing the dishes all fucking day. Hey, my shit stays ashy. Look, look. I used to tell people when people I I've never talked about people with ashy hands because I always took that as a rule of thumb. That means that motherfucker washes hands. Yep. Um. So yeah, I ain't mad about it. Xavier Hunter wants to know what producer we want to spotlight the next time we come through. Oh, oh, uh, for the sample platter. Um, mm. Ooh, good question. Uh, did, 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 we have to think on that one. Yeah, we have to think about that one because because the last one was Dilla. You know, yeah, that's a, a that's the that that's the that's the peak. No, nope, I got it. Q-tip. Oh. Kamal. Yeah, Kamal the abstract. Okay. There's okay. your answer, sir. I dig it. We have it. Um, so there you go, X. Um Keith Cooper wants to know what should happen to Rudy Gobert when the NBA starts up again. Uh, okay. So let's unpack. What did Rudy Gobert do? Rudy Gobert plays for the Utah Jazz. Um, he was he he said he had symptoms of uh, coronavirus, 
and he made light of it on the court. Uh, one of his teammates was in an interview, and he ran over and rubbed him. Yeah, he was reckless in the in the locker room, touching people. Supposedly, um, he during his uh, press conference. He rubbed on all the mics playfully. And at the time that he did all that, he didn't he didn't realize that he was a carrier. Right. Yeah, so that And that's, another and another I believe at least one or two other teammates got sick. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell got sick and then I think somebody else Well, let me not say got sick. They tested positive. They tested positive. Right. We wanna use the right language. We don't want to incite anybody. Um I, okay. Do I think he should have some unanimous fine? No. No, not at all. Do I think he should be suspended from basketball for being sick and touching someone? No. No. Um, honestly, I think the dragging he's getting on social media is, pub- is punishment enough. Because, because honestly, I don't think they should have even announced his name. That should have been a thing that that was handled in house. Because there are people in the NBA and in the NFL that do terrible shit that they wouldn't hesitate to keep under the rug. Yeah, and I and I think it's I think they just did that for the sake of transparency. Well, sure, to, okay. to show that they're being responsible and, and that they weren't being coy about it. I, I think right. one of the, one of the things, especially in a time of panic, the more the more upfront you can be about certain things, especially in, in times of panic, it gives people relief. But if it was like, you know, we won't name who, but someone, it, it just it just gives people gotcha. more to speculate about. That's true. At, at least in this case, it's like he's he's he tested for it. He's you know he's going to be fine. That's true. And the more you don't know, the the, the more people don't know, the more they panic. That's right. true. Right. I, I I'll give you that one. You're right. Um. So yeah, I I don't I don't think there should be some grand punishment for him. Um, this is one of those things where it was it, he was he was trying to make light of something, to, and a lot of people are getting dinged on the head for this, being light about something to keep from crying, basically. Right. True. Which I don't think, which I, I I you know I think is entirely fair. We all have defense mechanisms. Yep. Um, so yeah, there you have that. And our last listener letter. This comes to us from um, opinion from a G, from our Gmail. Uh, if I can bring this up really quick, uh, it's a little long, but I think it's worth it. Okay. Bring the mic a little closer to me because I'm charging this bitch. Um, this is from Sedina, uh, and as it as it relates to Randall's uh, talk about bi uh, about biphobia uh, last week, I believe. Um, he she writes. This may be too late to reply on the on the bit of on bisexuality, but here goes. I wouldn't say it's biphobic, not in the parallel that transphobia or homophobia exists at least, like at all. There's violences that directly correlate to those phobias. I've never personally had someone mean to me, mean me harm for being bi. That being said, I've had good friends, like literal ride or die friends, try to put a percentage on me. I remember being told, told by a close friend when I said 50-50 that I was wrong about myself they went on to try and negotiate percentages with me it sucked I felt smaller for it and doubted the interpretations of my own attractions that's cause uh, cause that's what you do at 18 first serious girlfriend's father 
uh, outright told her she wasn't bi because it didn't exist. If she's a girl, if she's with a girl, then she's a lesbian. If she's with a guy, she's straight. And can flux as relationships come and go, but isn't allowed to exist in between. Which, excuse me? No, that's not how it works. I had a co-worker recently, uh, recently about, to, about to try to woo a girl away from her... Uh, from her uh, gaslighting boyfriend, from her shit gaslighting boyfriend, and the first questions were, "Is she even gay? Are you one of those that barks up? Or are you one of those that barks up the wrong tree?" First off, fuck you, coworker. Second, the other girls buy too, uh, but the more important part was how she completely bypassed an abusive boyfriend and assumed I was a predator. There's definitely a lot that's held against bisexuality. Um, from all sides. Cishet people think we're predators. Most everyone thinks we're selfish or greedy or just codependent. That stigma gets to you. You start to work, work it into your own doubts. Being something other than cishet comes with a lot of, lot of baggage already, but if there's inherent body erasure across the board from all sides, you begin to think maybe you are wrong. Maybe you are a sex fiend. Maybe you are the problem with the American dream. And God forbid there's any intersexuality in your bisexuality that can further poke holes in the confidence you should have. Demi, Arrow, Ace, and so on and so on. So, when a potential, when a potential date toes the line after being the big bi reveal, even coming from a place of genuine curiosity and interest, you as the bi person immediately project years of being frozen, frozen out into that stutter in the vibe. And that's when cries of biphobia may start, which isn't necessarily fair. Also, I don't think D is, bi is biphobic. I think as a I think as a grown ass man, he knows what he likes and what he doesn't. He's married, so I assume there's confidence behind that conclusion too. I think some people are afraid of feeling inferior in a relationship with a bi individual. What if one sex isn't good enough? What if they need to both to feel complete? I'll never be enough, which is tragic, but not the point. Circul that circular thinking is for therapy and not a relationship to validate. Shit, this is long. So, in summary, <laughs> D, is a, D is, a, is, good, is as good an ally as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I personally don't buy into biphobia as it relates to other LGBTQIA phobias and their inherent violences. Bi erasure, however, is a legit thing and it's harmful in its own way. All right. Uh, that was long, but I felt necessary. That was a lot to unpack, and that was a, that was a good um, kind of personal experience thing. To thank hear. you. I actually, I actually, I really do appreciate that a lot. So, thank you, Sedina. Um, definitely appreciate that. Um, if you have any comments on anything we say on this show, um, send your uh, commentary along with your listener letters, questions for us, anything um, to opinionswhileblack at gmail .com. Um, or log on to opinionswallblack.com, yada, yada, yada. We'll be right back with the top three STF. No, we're just going to do the, the top three. It's time for the Let's top Let's go three. to it. It's time for the top three STFUs. Who are the top three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? There we go. Number three, Corey Holcomb. That's a name that I've forgotten. If you're wondering who Corey Holcomb is, so are a lot of people. <laughs> um... Uh, Corey Holcomb is sometimes, as far as I mean, he's a stand-up comedian, but some for the most part, he's like sometimes on the black team on Wild and Out or some shit. Um, 
Corey Holcomb had some choice words to say about big women. Mm. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the clip, but uh, basically he said that um, big women who blame men who uh, have legitimate concerns about uh, men who have done them wrong or men being ain't shit. Um, that they somehow deserve that because they're uh, larger in size. Um, I will. I will read it. Um, mm-hmm. where, where are we at here? Uh, I mean, oh, it's not this one. I don't think. I don't think they. They oh, really. No, th- but this one is all jacked up. Basically, what he said was, you know, he he hates when when girls are weighing more than three hundred pounds and are talking about men be this and men be that. And he's like, well, have you seen you? Right. Right. That's that's almost that's yeah. exactly right. And he also said that uh, then when the when the co-host who's uh, who's a woman asked him about Lizzo being an attractive woman, he's like, "You think Lizzo is attractive, but if Lizzo walks out the bathroom in the morning and starts coughing, men are going to run away. If you're a big woman and you cough, men are just going men are going to run." That's dumb. It's ignorant. Because he was making allusions to one, he was making allusions to big women coughing having corona or some shit. Which is dumb. I don't know where the fuck that comes from. That's silly. Um, two, Corey Holcomb ain't no fucking prize himself. Corey Holcomb looks like, like he looks like Jason Whitlock's country, long lost country relative. Yeah, he does with this fucking ugly ass jacket. What the fuck is this jacket? Who the fuck? This nigga has hieroglyphics on his jacket. It looks like a quilt of mistakes. This nigga, this nigga looks like a giant sundial. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. With this dumbass haircut, fix your line and shut the fuck up, Corey Holcomb. Uh, this is, and by the way, this is probably the most any outlet will ever talk about Corey Holcomb. Yeah, them niggas, them niggas. He was a, he was on a radio show when he was doing this. Them niggas didn't even look like they were really laughing. They, oh, WGCI, that's um Chicago. Um, them niggas weren't laughing at that shit. They weren't. They didn't think that was funny. Charmaine, get your get your get your get your boy. Um, number two, Waka Flocka Flame, Flocka, Waka, Waka, Waka. I'm oh, sorry. Bow, bow, bow. Sorry. It takes me back to college. It takes me back to college, and some very violent events. Um, Waka Flocka has some choice words for the. I don't know if y'all know about the Switch Challenge. Um, Kate McKinnon and Elizabeth Warren were doing the switch challenge because they were mm-hmm. dressed alike. Yeah, where you know one of them does the one of one of them does the does the little dance and then they switch places where one of them's holding the phone, the other's dressed like the they switch clothes and whatever. Yeah, um, we've seen we've seen a few people doing the switch, in particular J Lo and A Rod. Yeah, uh, A Rod put on J Lo's dress. Yeah. And started dancing like her. He did and not look as good as she did. It, it, it did not. Um, a Rod, A Rod, just he's one of those husbands that's just down for whatever. Yeah, you know what he got? Yeah, right, he's just down for whatever. He looked like he don't know shit about shit, but blowing that back out, <laughs> and that's all he need to know. Um, Waka Flocka didn't appreciate this. He posted on Instagram: "Never will I act or dress like a female." Uh, not for promo, not for comedy, and damn sure not for a fucking challenge. Mm. Where's the be a real man challenge? It's like being feminine is a wave. Please stay woke. 
woke where the O is an I, is is a is an open third eye. Mm. What the hashtag what the flocka? What the flocka indeed? First of all, what the fuck is a waka flocka? First of all. Do you, do you want the real explanation? Let's go. His real name is Joaquin. Okay. Um and his nickname growing up was Waka. People just call him ah. Waka for short. He added the Flocka okay. on to extend it somehow and flame. Who gives a fuck? Okay, fair it, enough. It's, it's a very disappointing explanation. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah, that was stupid. Um, it's basically like being named Pookie and yeah. taking that to the next level. Uh, Waka, we're, we are so past the effemination of the black man shit. You have to catch up with your fellow hoteps. Yeah. Second, this doesn't have the potency that it once had. It's one thing when Boozy says this shit because the Boozy because the Boozy stands are still niggas that are out here. Yeah, Walker ain't been out here. I remember when he first came out, he was basically the precursor for Chief Key. Out here, shoot up some shit on a dime. All that street cred is lost. Nigga, you been on Love and Hip Hop three seasons. Yeah, I think he said he basically stopped like in 2013 or some shit. So he ain't been doing shit in a yeah. while. You on loving hip hop for for two three seasons. You on growing up hip hop with bow wow for two seasons, nigga. No, 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 no. This has no validity coming from you. And even if it did, shut the fuck up. Even if it did, we'd be on Boozy's ass about this too. Shut, chill the fuck out. There's no feminization of the black man plot going on. Stop watching Hidden Colors or whatever your barber had on while you were getting your cut. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Stop. Stop. Retwist those braids. Um, and it, it should be no surprise who the number one uh, person who should shut the fuck up is. We had to put his jersey. We had to take his jersey down from the stands and bring him out of retirement. Ladies and gentlemen... Um, returning to the top three STFUs is Mr. Donald Joseph Trump. I could not imagine why. He has been actively blowing this whole corona deal. Actively. Every word out of his mouth is either false, a half-truth, or just plain ridiculous. Get the fuck out of here. Like, he, we know now he intentionally padded, he intentionally withheld the numbers and with ten, and intentionally withheld testing so he could make the numbers look better so he could get reelected. Mm. He did this. He is responsible for what, for uh, America being exposed to a global pandemic. He is. That's almost a war crime in my book. The fact that he can't be brought up on charges for this is incredible. And he, and just thing, stupid thing after stupid thing he says. Like he told people it was fine to go to work. If you have corona symptoms and you don't have to be hospitalized, go to work. He said that. Yeah. He did say that. He's, he's blowing this. He's, as a matter of fact, he is only ensuring that Joe Biden is going is, is gonna to be president. You know, I wish I had your confidence. Um, I just know that there's still a lot of time and, and we are still in America. I mean, he, I'm, sure he, I'm sure his name and his um, 
fandom can survive a lot of things. Yeah. People dying from a global pandemic probably isn't one of them. We'll see. We haven't seen shit like this since the, what, the 1919 joint? It's like 1918, something like that. Bruh. Yeah. That, that, if, let me tell you, if, he can, if his presidency can survive that, he's a beast. Uh, the beast. I can, I can only six, hope. 666. I can only hope. Revelations. Mm. Um, for the sake of humanity at this point, for the sake of humanity and for the sake of public welfare and safety, public health and safety, Donald Joseph Trump, shut the fuck up. Fix your wig. Fix your wig. How many deaths are we up to? Uh, let me see. I hate to be a, I hate to be an alarmist, but yeah. let me see. This is this is Sunday, right? You talking yeah. about the U.S. in the U.S. sixty-two. Okay, sixty-two. Um. And and I'm sure that that's going. I'm sure that's going to rise at least in the next two weeks as uh, people start taking this shit seriously. Yeah. Um, sixty-two isn't the worst number. There really should be no deaths. And let me let me be very clear about that. We're not minimizing any any deaths at all. Um, but there are, we should say there are countries that are in the tens of thousands, yeah. and we are very fortunate to not be there. Um, just remain aware and remain aware of your surroundings and uh, don't touch people randomly. Wash your hands all yeah. the time. Yeah. Uh, wash your hands too much. Do what you think is too much. My choir, uh, in college, my university choir director used to say, do what you think is too much because you can always scale down from that. Just be reasonable. Just be reasonable. That's all, y'all. You know, I gave I gave my whole little spill on how shit works in the beginning. Just Just be reasonable. Be reasonable. Wash your hands. Um, don't be nasty. And you know, don't necessarily listen to the president. There are a lot of good sources out there. Tons. They can help you. The Center for Disease Control, uh, believe it or not, <laughs> who was built for shit like this, is still a relevant source on the subject. And just look at you know, just look at trends of things that are happening in other places around the world. To kind of decide for yourself what can or can't happen here. And even and, and even sources outside of your regular, you got a lot of time on your hands. Sources outside of your regular uh, news sites and blogs, Reuters, mm. Al Jazeera. Well, Al Jazeera's done, I think. Anyway, yeah, Reuters, um, Guardian. Guardian's pretty good still. Yeah. Um, yeah, Reuters, Al Jazeera, these people, uh, these these are these are solid sites with solid hard hard data for information. Um, always look outside the box for good info. Um, oh, that meme going around from I don't know what they said that was from the Red Cross or something. There's a meme going around with these ter- with these little flashcard facts about Corona. I'm going to get that information and blast that on social media for how wrong that is. But stop spreading that. That's wrong. Stop spreading Stop spreading the posts from the people, from the little sound bites, whose cousins, mothers, uh, uh, third godson works for the Pentagon. Yeah. Stop that shit. Stop that shit. Misinformation pisses me off so bad. And this is coming from somebody who drinks for an hour and a half on his podcast. <laughs> My God, um, but yeah, just be aware. 
Uh, stay informed. Stay responsible. And, you know, do the shit that you're supposed to be doing anyway. Thank you. D. Randall, have we done the podcast? We have survived this podcast. We- <laughs> the, you know, the, this is our first time recording a podcast during an official pandemic. During a global pandemic. And we, we seem to be doing okay so far. And we will be here. And don't worry. Um, as, long as, as long as they don't put the show on lockdown, we'll be here. We'll be here. I ain't got shit else to do. <laughs> I, ain't got, I ain't got a bitch-ass thing else to do. And, if I can't, and, and even if they lock the shit down, I might just start doing little Instagram bits. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. There's going to be content for you. Team, Team Oz treats us that well where I feel like y'all are deserving of good content. As a matter of fact, um, before I leave you, uh, we're going to go to this one uh, great listener well, comment that uh, I left out that someone left me on my page that I think is the most amazing thing and um, is going to get me through this week and have me create more content. This is from Janika Worthington. Mm-hmm. She writes, I just want to thank uh, you and D. Randall for Opinions While Black. Since January, my father has been very sick and I've been traveling 3.5 hours every weekend to help my mom care for my dad. On these trips, I'll listen to Opinions While Black. There are times when I wanted to pull over on the side of the road and weep, but Opinions While Black held me down. I did weep on the episode when y'all gave the prerequisites of who could sing Marvin Sapp's hit. Y'all keep doing what you're doing. Opinions While Black is my favorite. Wow. Um, We've received a couple of good uh, commentaries about uh, who is allowed to sing um, Negro spiritual gospel hits. Um, Wow. Basically, you have to make weight class. Yeah. Think of it. Think of it like MMA. You got to wear a size 2X and above. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you can't be... Yeah, you, it, it has to be a tall T. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, we'll be we'll be back next week. Um, if we're not sick, we probably won't be. I ain't going nowhere. Uh, with more foolishness and fuckery. And we're going to have merch soon. Very, very soon. Hey, I ain't got shit else to do. until then this has been episode 81 81. of opinions while black i have been oz i'm d randall as always forever in parting titties